This is the Bodar Blast by USS Decatur, with your host, Lieutenant Junior Raid, Daniel Earl. All views expressed on this show are not those of the United States Navy and made by the individuals who are on the show. All music used is used with the permission of the songwriter or is royalty free. This is a feature production of the USS Decatur and is made free to use and free for all the families and supporters of the USS Decatur DDG 73. Old and Dare. And welcome to the Bodar Blast. Uh, this is our New Year's version. Uh, first couple of weeks in the New Year have been busy, but it's always glad to update the families back at home on what's going on. We have an awesome episode for you guys at home today. And I'm very excited to share some awesome guests as well as a little bit of a new segment. But jumping right into it, very busy last couple of weeks. We've been moving around a lot and uh, dealing with some rough seas. I know a lot of people have been dealing with some seed sickness. Uh, but, you know, you just kind of get through it. A lot of rocking, but we've been able to kind of get through it. Uh, you know, you just got to take a couple of I mean, and get through it, you know. We've also gotten a lot of our sailors uh, that have gone through some boards. And uh, for all of you guys that don't know at home, uh, so there's something called an ESWAS pin, which is your Enlisted Surface Warfare Specialist pin. Uh, it's a big uh, milestone to hit as an enlisted sailor in the uh, Navy. And we've had a lot of sailors reach that point. Uh, can't wait to post some stuff on our social media once we get some photos of it. Uh, but your sailors have been achieving and just working up to their absolute fullest. And I'm so happy to see everybody kind of achieving some awesome things. Uh, getting to see people put those pins on their chest is really cool. So one segment that I really kind of wanted to start this week is... Uh, a little bit about kind of the traditions of Decatur and what we do on the ship uh, that really to us seem normal but uh, to a lot of people I guess are a little weird is uh, we have the tradition of having what's something called a holiday routine now for you guys that might not have served or uh, no don't really know that uh, in specificity uh, we we take Sundays as your normal weekend day. So Saturdays usually our working day and then Sundays are what are considered holidays. And you don't have announcements over to one MC. People uh, you know, get to relax a little bit, take a little bit of time to, to take a little bit of downtime. And uh, especially underway on deployment, our commanding officer has been really awesome, Commander Jimenez, to allow uh, us a little bit of a uh, I wouldn't say individual creativity, but uh, kind of that that uh, a way to show our, our individualism in uh, in wearing ball caps. So a lot of uh, a lot of your sailors are wearing uh, team ball caps or ball caps that represent where they're from. Um, I unfortunately did bring my Penn State ball cap on board, but I definitely would be wearing my Penn State ball cap. <laughs> uh, but uh, they we we get to kind of for lack of a better term, let our hair down. And I think that's what's really awesome uh, about Sundays is the, the tradition of holiday routine. 
Uh, so if you ever come on board, even in port on a Sunday, you'll see kind of a lot more relaxed uh, routine uh, during the day. Uh, we put up a different, um, what we call a holiday ensign in port, which is a different type of flag. Uh, so it's it's a it's a way for us to take a little bit of a relaxation. Obviously, for national holidays too, you'll see that as well. Um, which leads me into another segment I wanted to introduce, which is uh, around the mess deck. So uh, often you hear so many different types of stories, even rumor mills around the mess decks. But I wanted to get the pulse of what really is happening uh, in people's free time and your sailors free time and how they spend their free time uh, and this week's question of the week is uh, what show are you watching or have you really gotten into this underway on Netflix and uh, we did get some answers that weren't necessarily Netflix but uh, uh, we had some pretty good answers uh, I was expecting a little bit more out of Kaleidoscope I know that uh, you know some people have been watching that one um, I know that uh Wine 2 talked about it in her interview later on in this podcast, but uh, it's some interesting answers that'll uh, they'll make you really see what people are kind of getting into in their free time. I'm on the uh, USS Decatur mess decks, and uh, we're going around the mess decks uh, with one question, and we're going to start with uh, OS2 Pacheco. Uh, CS1 Howard, CS1 Houston. Uh, so, what uh, Netflix shows have you you guys gotten like really into on this underway so far? What's up? Too hot to handle. Too hot to handle? Why too hot to handle? What? I haven't even heard that one. CS1. Hold on, I can't remember. Oh, um, my favorite so far has been the Prince Harry and Meghan Markle documentary. Oh, okay, and yeah. they. Prince Harry just released a book. Mm-hmm. I need to. I need to like. Watch I watched it. all six episodes. Very good. Really, I'm watching mm-hmm. The Crown right now, and Very it's really good. good. So, what about you, CS1 Houston? Um, I have been watching the Ted Bundy files. Okay, I've heard some. I've heard some good. <laughs> her supply officer is sitting right night, sir. And very she's good. Confused about that one. Yes, very good. Uh, so. Like, why Why that one? Are you, like, really into, like, murder mystery kind of? I am. Um, that's what my undergraduate degree is in. So, okay. you know, I, I follow that, and I like to watch things like that. Oh, awesome. Okay. Sounds excellent. All right. We continue working around the mess decks here, and I think I found uh, CTT3 Kelch, CTT2 Blance, and uh, ET3 Orcut. So uh, we're going to ask these guys. All right. So what... What Netflix show have you guys been like really into this underway so far? Love Island. Love Island. Yeah. Why? Because it's cute. <laughs> why? Why? It's an easy watch. It's like it's like some things are like super dramatic and way will make me sad for sure. But but Love Island will not. You can't be sad about it. I feel like it it's like stupid. really overly. It's it's stupid. Yeah. You just like watching people embarrass themselves on reality TV. Yeah. Okay, I saw some people roll their eyes down the table, so you, you might want to fix it. Yeah, that is a very hot take. All right, what about you, Blance? Euphoria. Euphoria? Oh, man. Oh, wow. That's got Zendaya in it, too. It does. Love Zendaya. Love Zendaya. So why, like, what, what got you into Euphoria? Technically not a Netflix show, I don't think. I think that's an it's HBO show. Yeah. But uh, we'll, we'll count it. Why, why Euphoria? Everyone else is watching it. Oh, so you're, you're peer pressured. Peer pressure. Got it. What about you, Orcut? I am also not watching a Netflix show. I'm watching um, For All Mankind on Apple TV. Okay. It's a show about 
an alternate reality where the Russians land on the moon before the United States. Whoa. And then the space race continues all the way to Mars. That's, that's actually really cool. I need to get into that Yeah, it's show. really good. That's awesome. Like, so, like, have you not been able to put it down? Like, I, I, I love it. that. Oh, really? Yeah. How many seasons? There's only two right now. That's awesome. I, I need to totally get into it. Do you have this. Apple TV? I don't. I need to get Apple TV. Yeah. I think I just need to ask around the deck plates and ask people's passwords. Just get someone's login machine. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks to all of our sailors on the uh, Mastex for that valuable information <laughs> in some cases, but also uh, just getting kind of the pulse of what you guys do on the Mastex uh, or in your free time. Um, you know, everybody has their way to unwind, and it's it's everybody has their own individual way to, to relax on the ship and I getting you guys the pulse of what your family members and friends are doing on this ship to get a little bit of downtime is something that's uh, important to share uh, and a story of how we do our deployment and how we survive this deployment so uh, without further ado I want to kind of move into our interview segment of the uh, of the show uh, this week I mean Another amazing uh, guest this week. Uh, awesome hard worker. I work with her quite a lot on the legal team of the ship. Uh, it's uh, Yeoman Second Class, uh, uh, Taylor Evans. She's super talented, uh, hard charger, and uh, always thrilled to work with her. Uh, great interview and a gr another great story. And uh, again, we have so many amazing stories on USS Decatur. Uh, if you have any questions uh, that you'd like answered uh, from me or from the interviewee every week, please send them over to uh, Miss Sleesman, our ship's ombudsman, and I will be happy, or our interviewee would be happy to answer those on the podcast for you. Uh, they can be about how we live life on the ship, the routine, kind of what, what each rate does, um, because each rate has a lot of pride in what they do and their work. So without further ado, Yeoman Second Class, Taylor Evans. I'm here with YN2, uh, Yeoman Second Class, uh, Taylor Evans. Uh, YN2, welcome to the uh, Bodar Blast. You're our third guest. Uh, and uh, what, what made you want to uh, join the podcast tonight? Sir, I wanted to join. First of all, thank you for having me on this podcast. I wanted to join just to give my, my outlook of what we've been doing the last 40 days, sir. Yeah, and I, I, we want to also uh, let the families know more about you and your career and um, kind of what got you to this point. So kind of starting off, um, you know, where are you from? Uh, how many years have you been in? And, uh, and what really got you into the Navy? So I am born and raised in San Diego, California. I graduated from East Lake High School in 2016. I've been in for six and a half, almost seven years going on in July, sir. And I joined the Navy. My dad is a retired senior chief. My mom did her four years as a radio man a couple decades ago. So I really wanted to join, essentially, to beat my dad. I want to be a master chief one day. And so you want to be a master chief. Awesome goal. Um, kind of why do you want to be a master chief? What what do you see in, like, our command master chief, command master chief, bar Aiden is awesome. Like, what, what do you see in a master chief and what kind of leadership um, styles do you see that really want to get you there? Um, so I do look up uh, very much to Master Chief B. Um, she's very, she has a very strong personality. She's, she's very strong willed. She doesn't let anything hold her back. She speaks her mind. She's very respectful about it. Um, 
I'm really all about junior sailors, sir, and I think that's really why I want to be a master chief. Uh, one, I could meet that. I mastered my rate because I want to. I want to go Hawaiian. I want to stay Hawaiian, so I want to go the YNCM route, not necessarily command master chief route. But I, I want to lead junior sailors and just bring them up through the ropes. Just I want to make a change. That's really cliche, but I do want to make a change. And that's that's what's really awesome about um, you know people your and my age in the Navy is that a lot of us really do want to make a change like I want to I, I agree like the sailors uh, the mission is important but the sailors are more important of uh, course without the sailors you don't get there so as a YN you help out our sailors quite a bit um, not everybody back at home knows exactly what a YN does so tell us more about kind of your duties as being a young okay so as a young man I perform clerical duties um, in regards to the triad the whole ship I touch, I, I dibble and dab in personnel sometimes. I'll help with gains and transfers and sometimes separations. Um, but for me specifically, myself, sir, I'm the ship secretary. So I directly work for the CMC, XO, and CO. Whatever guidance and whatnot they need from me, I go ahead and give it to them. If they have questions about anything, I help them out with that, sir. Um, I process paperwork for them. It's a lot of stuff that I do. Yeah. And so you talked about your dad. So what, what's your military history in your family? I, obviously, your dad was Navy then. Yes, sir. So my dad did 20 years. He retired as an engineer senior chief. And then my mom did four years. And she was a radio man, which is a now present day um, IT. So um, I grew up. I, I stayed in San Diego my whole time. He never moved around a lot or nothing like that. Stayed in San Diego my whole life. But uh, my dad was always in the pits and whatnot. He was always gone because he was a seagoing rate. So he spent most of his time deployed on ships and whatnot. So I, I was used to seeing that. Have, uh, I have an ITCM I, uh, that's currently stationed on the Blue Ridge. Um, I have a retired BMC as an uncle. Just, just a pretty vest military history so does everybody like sing anchors away at like oh, family no. like get togethers <laughs> and stuff like that no sir um but like so like my dad's been retired for about 10 almost going on 11 years sir he still brings up navy stuff he wears his chief shirts to this day he's always making references to the navy he texts me about navy stuff to this day yeah he's been retired for 11 years so like i i had an uncle that was uh actually a uh he was a ync and oh, wow. uh yeah and like uh maybe rest in peace but uh he was always talking about uh chief stuff and like mm -hmm. always talking about sea stories like is thanksgiving dinner just all sea stories mm -hmm. just everybody's talking sea so like what sea story definitely got you like really excited about the navy about the navy My dad always just said that during deployment, um, especially on a smaller ship, he was on a cruiser first, first ship. He said that it's just a real close-knit family. Like, and so um, it does get tough out here, especially if you have family and whatnot. But he did say that um, despite what differences you all may have, at the end of the day, you guys all come together because we're all that we have out here. So I think that's what made me feel somewhat okay about joining granted i knew that i'd have to come on a ship sometime soon so i think that's what got me sir yeah i think we all miss our families back at home oh yeah really wish I, we were with everybody back at home right now but that's you know one of the sacrifices that you make and uh and a hey, more power to you for wanting to do that so kind of kind of moving into your like navy career um i know that you started as an ma uh so tell me more about like what got you to this point on decatur um, and tell people what an MA is because I'm not sure everybody at, at home knows. Okay, so an MA, everyone is a master at arms. Um, 
In my case, I was basically a gate guard. I welcomed people on board the base, scanned IDs, enforced seatbelt rules at the time, earrings for men that were not allowed, stuff like that. Wasn't really my cup of tea. I only did it because it was the quickest thing to get me out my house from my parents' house. I didn't want to be a burden on them. So um, I graduated June of 2016. I shipped out July 2016. I always knew from the get-go I didn't want to stay MA, so two and a half years into my noble career, I went ahead and put in my um, conversion package to go YM. So I've always wanted to be a YM, but at the time when I did apply, when I was in high school, um, YM was not open. So I just, I was like, you know what, I got to get out of here. I got to get on my feet. I can't live off my parents. Granted, I was 18 at the time, a newly graduate from high school. I just knew I didn't want to be living under my parents' roof anymore. I wanted to do whatever, the, whatever I wanted to do. So, uh, where did you go from after being an MA? Uh, so, like, what what uh, what was your next command after that until you kind of reached Decatur? So, I went to boot uh, boot camp in Great Lakes, and I went to San Antonio for 56 days for A school. And then my first command was Naval Base San Diego, 32nd Street, where I was a gate guard. So. Got it. And then, like, what? Everybody has like a, a boot camp story. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what 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 was your kind of like boot camp story that kind of stays with you? Especially like MA school stuff, I'm sure you guys had stuff there too. We had a lot of stuff. Um, oh, so one day, for so for my boot camp story, one time it was holiday routine on Sunday, and we were reading. You get to you get to like write letters back home, read. You could talk to the recruits somewhat, but I was leaning up against my rack, and I was asleep. But I had a book open, so so I could make it seem like I was reading. But my RDC. He came up to me, he cussed me out, and he's like, you're on the tow line. And he he whooped me for like 30 minutes straight. He, like, he got me. for, for He caught me sleeping on Just made you PT and stuff like oh, that? Oh, yeah, and for the whole division, because we had two divisions. Um, it was 327, which was me, and then 328. So he made me PT in front of the whole division, because I got caught sleep during, uh, sleeping during holiday routine. So uh, from being caught sleeping to kind of being kind of that junior enlisted leader on the ship, not only are you the ship secretary, but you do a lot of stuff with the, the JEA. So for everybody at home, the JEA is the Junior Enlisted Association. What kind of got you into that? And uh, what, what are some of the things that you guys do? I know that you guys do a bunch of uh, stuff around the ship to engage our junior sailors. Um, so I'm the JEA president, um, everyone. And what we really do is we like to bring awareness to the, to the more junior guys. So it's E5 and below currently. Um, we like to do like mentorship workshops, like eval workshops, PQS trainings, just to show the, um, the junior guys like how to succeed on this ship and um, how to break out and whatnot. We did a job fair recently for the PAC sailors. Um, for, all the, for all of you that, that do not know, PAC is what was previously, uh, previously undesignated. It's the sailors who do not currently have a, an actual rate. So for this job fair that we did, we went ahead and um, we advertised each of the rates that we have on board the ship, just giving our pitch to show the pack sailors um, what is what's available to them. So they enjoyed that a lot. We had a New Year's Eve party that was really fun, um, and we plan on doing a volunteering event one of these ports. So yeah, and uh, we've got some really cool volunteering events coming up for the ports, and that's really awesome. Uh, you guys throw some awesome parties, um, and. What, what kind of got you into the JEA and, um, you know, what, what's been your favorite moment so far with it? Um, so I joined the JEA when I first got here. I saw that it wasn't really active. Um, granted, COVID was a thing, so they weren't really able to, to vamp anything up or anything like that. But um, 
I like working with junior sailors. Um, I'm still a junior sailor myself, but I feel that I, the more I work with junior sailors, I become more experienced. I know how to, um, it helps me lead people essentially, sir. And then, um, I forgot what the other question was. And so, like, what, what's been your favorite thing that uh, you've kind of participated with JEA about? Um, so, February of last year, 2021, we did a Love is in the Air holiday uh, candy gram event where we did candy grams for the whole ship. I, I believe it was, like, $7 for each candy gram. And we made a lot of money off of it, and it was fun. We went ahead and, like, crafted these little Valentine's Day packages, and then we went ahead and delivered them to everybody on the ship who bought one. Yeah, and all that money goes back to the crew, too, which is really awesome uh, to continue doing some awesome events. And uh, so beyond, like, all your work and stuff like that, like, how do you how do you relax underway? Like, everybody's got to have their, like, there's there's so little privacy on the ship, you know? Yes, like, how do you how do you relax? How do you find that, like, one moment of peace on the ship? Uh, sometimes I, I run away from my chief, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Your chief that is currently in the room listening to Sometimes this. Sometimes I escape my chief just for like a few minutes, maybe up to an hour. I just go take a quick nap and burden or something like that sometimes, sir. Yeah, well, hopefully chief doesn't ever do But, uh, the, I, I mean, do you like, do you go work out and stuff like that too? And like, I know a I lot of people sometimes. like stress relief with workouts and like, I, I recently started write, uh, reading a new book and stuff like that, but, um. I know that uh, kind of the theme of this ep- episode of the the Bodar Blast is going to be also kind of going around to our, our sailors and asking, but uh, what uh, what show have is like the one show that you've really gotten into this underwrite so far? Oh, it's a show on Netflix called Kaleidoscope. Kaleidoscope. It's fire. I've heard that there are like fire. two shows that have been uh, running through the deck plates in the mm-hmm. Kaleidoscope. What really got you in the kaleidoscope? I know a lot of people are like super excited about it. So what I like about the show is, so when I saw a post about it, it said that you could watch it in any order and it'll still make sense no matter what order you watch it in. But the storyline is just pretty good. Like from the get go, it picked up really fast. It wasn't slow. Um, I won't spoil it for anybody who's currently watching the show, but it's really good. It's about bank heist. So, Oh, well, I guess I got to go watch that. You got to, I, sir. I, I got to get on the Starlink and Fire, download sir. that. So, uh your your office is just like super hype all the time i walk in and you guys are always you guys got that vibe um what kind of how did you guys really build that teamwork and like it's all it's all starting at your divo i'm sure mm-hmm. um uh miss marana i i was recently told we can't do impressions of people so uh i know everybody's got a pre- impression of admino um but uh, uh you know gotta gotta be polite to her we don't want to make her feel bad about that but uh she is an awesome divo, She's and great. Uh, you know, how how does that how did that team work build? How did that team really come together? Because you guys are super tight. So it actually wasn't always like that, sir. So we um, so we had someone in the office who had been there for a while, and she was um, it was time for her to go. And once that person did leave, we were able to come together and realize like, hey, um, we don't need to be angry all the time. We could talk to each other, and we all we're all. Um, relatively around the same age um group so it's kind of it's easier for us to talk and whatnot and then myself Ryan, one dawkins and then psa ribbon we have kids so we also um talk about stuff like that 3mc has kids as well um we just really put trust into each other and then sometimes um even chief lets us close the door we're not feeling like too up to par and he'll ask us like what's going on guys like um if you need to so i really appreciate psc for that so we just 
they've seen me at my ugliest moments and I've had some ugly very ugly moments sir so um and I've seen their ugly moments too but making yourself vulnerable to people like that is how you become closer so they've seen it um PSC says PSC has seen my ugly side he's only been here for three months but uh he's seen the ugliness to me but I think that makes him understand me more so we we just it that's just how it works sir yeah and you mentioned all all of you guys have kids so um if you want to shout out your family uh you can but uh also, uh, what, what's it like being not only a woman in the Navy, but also a mom in the Navy? Uh, so being a woman in the Navy, sometimes it has its ups and downs. You know, um, you're rude. You get um, portrayed a certain way. Um, being a mother in the Navy is, is hard. It's difficult. Um, I miss my son. Shout out to Logan. Um, it's hard. It's my first time being away from him. Um, I waited. To, I waited till I was almost in for five years to have my son, but um, it's hard. I don't know how to explain it, sir. But when I was telling you about all the ugly moments that I have, I cry all the time about not being there for my son, and I just feel like I feel bad sometimes for not being there. But it's hard. But I know after these few months are up, I know to be worth it because I get to see him every day um, for a few years because we have five years shore duty. So I'll be guaranteed to see him for the next five years, not having to go away or anything like that. It's, it's worth it. So I work hard, and um, even the breaks that I do get, I really try not to. I try to grind as hard as I can because I have a certain mindset and goal that I want to leave this ship with. So essentially everything I do is for my son. So That's an awesome goal. And uh, hey, Logan, good to, <laughs> good to uh, talk to your mom here. But also, uh, you know, and that that's awesome. Um, and... I don't know because I don't have kids, but it's definitely really tough being away from your family. And, uh, you know, every day that you're away from them is probably really tough. But it's it's also awesome to know that you're going to have an amazing story to tell them later on in their lives. So uh, it's really a cool thing to have. And then just ending on a lighter note, mm -hmm. um, your office, like I said, is popping. What <laughs> Do you guys have, like, different, like, playlists? Like, for, like, there's, I'm telling you, for everybody, like, listening, like, there's... There's always different vibe kind of music playing in the admin office. Do you guys have, like, different playlists that you play in there? Like, how do you create the vibe? Oh, yes, sir. So, like, um, and Mr. Ehrlich knows because he goes in there turned up with us two dancing. We have a lot of playlists. Like, if we want to focus, we have a lo-fi playlist. Um, if we want to get hype, I have, like, a, a 2000s playlist for, like, hip-hop, R&B, stuff like that. We have a lot, a ton of playlists, and we all have our own different playlists that we take turn playing even PSC has its own playlist and 3MC so yeah you know I do like to get down as the kids say <laughs> so uh YN2 uh it's it's always awesome talking to you thank you so much for being on the Bodar Blast um and to everybody at home I mean one of the hardest working people on the ship um thank you again for coming on and wasn't that an awesome interview by YN2 Evans? Uh, again, thank you so much, YN2, for coming on the show. Uh, always an amazing person to work with. And now that we've kind of reached the end of the show, I've got a snack that i got to get from the ship's store. But thank you all for joining me. Uh, if you want to hear newer things or have some feedback about how we can improve the show, questions that you want answered, different segments that you feel work or don't work, or things that you want added to the show, Feel free to reach out through the Ombudsman uh, to me. I would be happy to include your inputs in the show. This is, uh, without a doubt, not only the ship's show, but also the show of everybody 
uh, affiliated with the ship. Supporters, family members, friends, we're all family, we're all a team on USS Decatur, and it's that bold and daring spirit that keeps us all together. So uh, I'm going to go get a, uh, a cosmic brownie and, uh, and split, so I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for joining me on the Bodar Blast.